Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Good morning, this is Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner. I'm a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist in New York City, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Thank you for joining me at the corner today. I'm obviously not in New York City today. I am in Florida. It's uh, hazy, hot, and humid here. I don't know about hazy, it's clear, hot and humid here. So I might be uh, perspiring just a bit. Let me wipe my forehead. I usually have a really high tolerance for heat. I like heat and humidity and and uh, Caribbean type of weather. It's perfect for me. So I think it's probably in the upper 90s today. I don't usually perspire unless it's over 94, 95. Anything below that, I'm usually cool and dry as a cucumber. Feels good. Uh, so let's see. To the last presentation, I, I'm messed up a little bit. I realized I did the presentations in advance. I scheduled them to be released on Facebook and unfortunately the last two presentations on pain, the evaluation and management of pain uh, came out I think on the same day, June 3rd. I thought it was going to be the 3rd and like the um, 10th or something. That's how I thought it was scheduled. So I had two come out the same day two weeks ago and then nothing last week. So um, today I'm a little late because of our traveling recently and uh, today I thought um, I've spoken pretty much almost on all of the topics for gynecology and I thought I would speak do a few sessions on speaking um, about questions that I get or issues that come up in the office so yesterday I did a virtual visit we call them televisit appointments I did a televisit for a patient who wanted a refill of her birth control pills and I'll speak about that visit because it might be helpful for others so she has a history of depression and anxiety she's on about four different medications for clinical depression severe depression and anxiety with her psychiatrist she's on a birth control pill low-dose birth control pill it's a 20 mic birth control pill now the issue that came up for her she said yeah I want the refill for now but I'm thinking about switching to a different contraception because I have a lot of issues remembering to take my pill on time she goes and when I don't take the pill on time I will often have some spotting or bleeding or brown smudgy stuff which we call staining so she said um, pills not gonna work for me because uh, I'm just not going to get it right on the timing and then I'm always going to have issues. So I said, okay. I said, well, the second most popular contraceptive option that's really good if you have issues remembering is the vaginal ring, the NuvaRing. So the NuvaRing, and they have a generic for it now. And she said, well, I was thinking about getting the implant, the rod. Actually, she said the rod. I said, oh, the implant, that's the next one on, or implanon is what it is now. It's the three-year. I don't place the implants. I remove them for pe people who don't want them but I don't insert them and I don't insert them not because I have an issue with the, the medication or the prescription itself I don't insert them because um, years ago God, about 25 to 28 years ago we had Norplant and Norplant was the arm rod but there are five of them 
And the norplant is exactly the same as the nexplanon and the implanon, but the norplant had five rods and I inserted and removed the norplant. The problem with the norplant that came up nationwide, they took it off of the market, was because uh, a lot of people who were placing the norplant were placing it too deep and they were getting a lot of scar tissue issues and difficulty removing the implant. Plus the fact that there were five rods you had to remove, five uh, tubes that you had to remove. So um, there were a lot of, and there were a lot of, it was good for five years. So, and the implanon or the nexplanon is one rod and it's good for three years. This was five rods for five years. So the issue that came up was people were placing the, the implants incorrectly, causing a lot of inflammation, scar tissue. Patients weren't really good at committing to the five years. The bulk of people were getting the implants removed in like half that time. There were a lot of issues with scar tissue, uh, difficulty removing the implant. So they took it off of the market because there were just so many screw-ups of people who didn't know what they were doing. Now, when the Nexplanon Implanon company came out to um, try to present their same thing, different modality, uh, the FDA restricted it unless the only way they were able to come out with that on the market was because the FDA said any physician or nurse practitioner or physician assistant, any healthcare practitioner who wants to place the implant has to do a special course, a special hands-on course, and then they have to be monitored by the pharmaceutical rep who presenting the rod. They have to be monitored on how they place the implant for like a certain number of implants. And I was going to do the course. In fact, I signed up for it once to do the little course for the implant. And then something happened. Um, it was canceled or I couldn't go. And then I just decided it wasn't worth it. I get maybe four to five patients a year who ask for that implant. And it just wasn't worth taking the time out to do the course. And then having someone come over to schedule for the implant to monitor me. I just didn't see the need. There are plenty of providers, I won't say plenty, there are a handful of providers in the tri-state area who have gone through the trouble to do that and patients can go to them. I remove them. You don't need to do a special course to remove them. It's in fact much, much, much easier than the Norplant that I used to remove because there's only one rod. So it's pretty simple. Uh, you still get, I still have patients with a lot of scar tissue around those implants, even though they're placed in the correct position. Uh, so there are still issues with scar tissue, but just not as many. And since it's only three years, I'm going to say out of the number of times I've removed the implant, probably 80% of them are removing them in less than the three years. So th even though it's shorter amount of time, they're still removing them earlier than the recommended time frame. But, uh, and the ironic part is it's funny because anyone who has an implant, I know they're usually not from New York tri-state area. The bulk of the women who have come in who have the implant have been from either Europe, specifically the UK, or from California. That's like 90%. It's funny because whenever anyone comes in and they've told me they have the implant, I go, if they sound American, I go, hmm, are you from California? And they go, oh my God, yes, how'd you know? And I said, because most Americans who have the implant for whatever reason, they're from California. Uh, smattering have been from outside California area, but it's funny. It's usually because they've had a close friend or relative who have the implant and, and recommend that they get it. So to get back to the topic, this lady says, uh, that she's thinking of the implant. And I said, well, 
I said, okay, but just so you know, and I've found over the years, a lot of physicians or nurse practitioner, PAs, uh, clinicians who place the implant do not warn the, the patient that um, the implant, next planar implant, is similar to the shots, the Depo-Provera shots, um, and that's a pro- it's a progesterone-only contraceptive, and the catch with those is that 15% of women with the those contraceptive me- modalities will have worse worsening or increased pre menstrual type of symptoms, especially depression, anxiety, and mood issues. So I remember when the Depo-Provera came out, there was a black box warning. The FDA warning said because it's progesterone, it any patient who has depression or anxiety should be cautioned that there's a possibility it will get worse with these long-term or extended type of contraceptive options. The shot is one shot every three months and the implant is for the three years. So they said to caution patients, there's a 15% risk that they will have worsening depression, anxiety. So they should be um, aware of that and take that into consideration since they already have anxiety, depression issues. It's not the best option for them. And I found a lot of clinicians maybe because they haven't been practicing as long. They're not aware of that warning. And I will say that the um, every single patient who's asked me to take the implant out in less than the three years, it's been either because of abnormal bleeding issues that have persisted past that initial six months and or for premenstrual symptoms, PMS issues, moody, irritable, depressed, or like bloating issues. So patients really are supposed to be warned. And then it's a forewarned, forearmed. They're aware of that potential problem before they go through the effort of getting um, the implant or getting the shots. So I hope that's been helpful information on, I guess, both the Depo-Provera and the Implanon, Explanon, the progesterone-only contraceptives that um, everyone should bear in mind when considering those contraceptive options. Thank you for joining me here at The Corner. This is Dr. McDaniel. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner all things health-related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.